Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Welcome again to the um, series of podcasts for the teacher's introduction to attachment. We are on number 11. Today we're going to be looking a little bit at identity. Um, So what is it? What is our identity? It's all of those things that make up who we are. So it might be our likes, our dislikes, um, our religion, our race, our culture, our language, Um, our gender, where we are from, where we're born, uh, the type of family that we live in, all of the different things that make up who we are. And for um, most children, they kind of get a sense of that very early on. They get a sense of this is what we do in our family. This is how life is for us. Um, You know, this is what we do every Christmas. This is how um, we spend our holidays. For children who have been through the care system or have experienced um, a really difficult start in life, it's hard for them to know who they are very often. If they've gone through the care system, then um, many times they don't have the details of their family. They might not know the medical history of the family. They won't be able to make those connections with people in their past, with their grandparents, uh, with their aunties and uncles, uh, that kind of thing. So that sense of belonging is a lot harder for a child who's who's been through the care system. And it's really important for us to, to know all of those things about ourselves. And when a child um, has attachment difficulties, it can be really hard for them to to know who they are. Not just the fact that they don't have the information, but to actually... Um, feel good about themselves you know to if you think again about the sense of shame that we've talked about in the last podcast you know if you're coming from that place of shame all the time it's really hard to, to feel good about yourself and have a real sense of, of, of identity and pride in who you are so what can we do to help children who struggle with their identity uh, well there are a number of games and exercises that you can play if they're um, younger, I guess you could do this at any age, but um, there's games like talking about what people like and what they don't like. Um, I've found with quite a lot of avoidant children in terms of their style of attachment, they tend to change their likes and dislikes depending on who who they're with and who they want to who they want to be liked with and who they're trying to align themselves with. So for them to get a sense of really who they are, what are their true dislikes and likes, um, to do a game, something like um, you could have a big sheet of paper with with um, lots of questions or things on there, get all the children together in a group and, um, you know, they have to stand up if they like um, something. So do they like pizza or do they like chips? Do they like um, going to the cinema? Uh, do they like playing on Xbox? Do they like um, the colour red? Whatever it is, um, to get them to actually make a decision as to what they like and what they don't like. They might find that very hard to do, but what it do, what that exercise does do as well is shows that 
actually not everybody feels the same. So they might think, well, everybody likes pizza, don't they? But there will be some children that don't like pizza. Or there will be some children that don't like going to the cinema. So to be able to see that actually um, it's okay to like something or to not like something, that we're all different and that we're all unique. Um, there are also um, books, quite a few books around um, children's books that um, touch on this subject. There's one called The Picnic in the Park, which is about a family that has a picnic in the park and lots of friends come and they all are from different types of families. So there's some mixed race families, there's some um, same-sex couples, there's um, some single parents, uh, there's a husband and wife, there's divorce, there's um, stepchildren, there's all of the different mix of, of family setups that we have. And it just really talks about, you know, how important it is to know that we're all different and that that's okay and that we all have our own identity and our own sense of belonging. Another thing that really helps in this area is labelling emotions. So being able to get them to talk about what emotions are. And for children who've experienced a difficult start, many times they won't know how they feel about things or they won't even be able to recognize emotions. Many times my children will say to me, they'll look at my face and they'll say, oh, are you, are you cross? Uh, and I'll say, no, I'm just tired or I've got a headache. Um, you know, they struggle with identifying what is emotion on people's faces and how we express it. So labeling emotions is about telling them what they feel. So, um, you know, I can see that you feel really cross about that or, um, you know, you look sad or, um, you know, you look really happy today. When I saw you playing on the trampoline, you just looked so happy. It was really nice to see. Um, so labeling emotions so they understand what they are. Um, now, another big aspect of this whole area of identity, certainly for children who've been through the care system, who are adopted or who are still in care, is a whole area around their life story. Now, when um, a child is in the care system, a social worker will very often, or a therapist, do some life story work with the child. Um, and all that is really is helping them to make sense of what has happened in their life. So it may be a physical book that they go through that might have pictures in of, of their birth family. It might have pictures of where they were born. Um, it might have text in there saying, um, you know, what mom and dad were like um, and why they went into the care system. And um, a adult, a therapist or a social worker or a foster carer or a doctor might go through that book with the child and try and help them to understand and make sense of what's happened in their life. The other thing that happens very often is it's kind of a drip feed effect in terms of life story. So as they're growing up, um, if they're not in their birth parent um, environment, then uh, whoever is looking after them will um, try and tell them about their story, but in a in a age-appropriate way for that stage of their development. Um, and, it, and I found that this is a continual thing. So every day there's something that we might say, uh, you know, oh, that was, that was like, um, you know, your old mom used to do that, or, you know, that's what foster carers do, or that some mention and reference of what might have happened in their life. And this is very different to how it used to be years ago within the care system when, certainly with adoption, where a child might get to 16, 18 before they even knew that they were adopted. Um, that's certainly not the case now. What 
we're recommended is that um, we tell children as soon as we can in an age-appropriate way about what has happened in their life because it is their story and they need to be able to understand it. Um, but just to say in schools that there are going to be things that come up within the curriculum that are going to be difficult for children in this area. When you do the child development projects, that's going to be quite difficult for them. Um, they may not have the information and their family tree is more like an orchard of trees. It might be very complex and they may not know all that information. Well, they certainly probably won't at that stage. We tend to do that very early in early years. So that can be quite difficult for children. So just be aware of that um, when, you're, when you're working with children. Uh, with the whole thing of identity, I think the main thing is just for children to feel that they belong and to know that, um, you know, actually it's okay to be different and it's okay to be the same as other people. So I've found that very often children, adopted children will want to be with other adopted children because they understand each other and they don't feel different uh, but then it's also important to have friends who aren't adopted so that we can understand from that perspective as well. Um, so I hope that that has been helpful for you and um, please come back and listen to our next subject, which will be on empathy. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this podcast, part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.